Radio Theater Project. Radio Theater Project. A radio drama series featuring comedy, science fiction, and mystery. 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 Old stories and new. Radio Theater Project. Theater of the mind for today. Classic Stories presents The King and His Goat, Part 1. King Rinkatink and his goat Bilbil are traveling, but they know not where. They meet and join Ainga, who is trying to save his father and his people on the Isle of Regos. Based on a story by the modern American fairy tale writer L. Frank Baum, written for radio by Simone Barros. I'll tell you a tale of three magical pearls and the prince who wielded them so. He set sail to save his people from Burl and to battle a furious foe. Foe, oh, 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 to battle a furious foe. Save his people from barrels? Well, what the heck are barrels? Oh, would you hush up, you old goat, and let me finish my song. You wrote a song about me? Well, you're mighty presumptuous, my dear boy. But you said it was a song about a prince. A prince with three magic pearls. Did you have magic pearls, dear prince? Well, I, uh, my father... Did he have the pearls? No, I mean, I always thought it was a fairy tale, but then... Uh... Do you, boy, have the magical pearls of Pingaree? Do you? Stop badgering Prince Inga about magical nonsense. No, no, of course not. Had you the powerful pearls of Pingaree surely as we embarked on this ship, risking our lives to rescue your parents from the savages of Rigos? You would tell me in my poor old goat. And stop calling me an old goat. Are you not? I am not a goat. I'm a maka of the genus Capra. Goat. Species Falconary. Goat. Subspecies Maka. Goat. I'm a maka and I'm in the prime of my life. I can run circles around you any day, you dwarfish, infuriating, fat old king. Don't forget Mary. Uh, Mary, dwarfish, infuriating, fat old king am I. And ne'er, ne'er, ere does my merriment die. Oh, my Mahalir staff, please not this again. Lickety-split, whistle and wink, king am I, king rinky-tink-tink. King rinky-tink, the wind's getting worse. Steer windward so I can reef the sail. It's no use, Prince Inga. Once he started, it's straight through to the end. A king without a kingdom. For I shall ere roam cross desert and sea before I can go home. Searching for my long lost missing link. Wanderer am I, King Rinky Tink Tink. <laughs> Lickety split, whistle and wink. King am I. King Rinky Tink Tink. Here, use this bucket. Bail out the water, or we'll sink. I'll try my valiant best, dear boy, but really, my royal talents are much better suited for recitation, elucidation, oration, and. Procrastination? Exactly. Oh, beg your pardon. Oh, <laughs> Good one, Bill Bill. Very fine. Yes, quite clever. Land ho, King Rinky Tink. Bill Bill, you'd both better secure yourself in the stern. I'll take the oars. Aye, aye, young captain, prince. Down we go. 
Help the boy, you lazy git! What help need he of me? With three magic pearls, the mightiest of princes be he. The legend tells that Mahar Lair, queen of the sea, bestowed three magic pearls upon the isle of Pingari, an azure pearl within it swirls the ocean and sky's blue hue, and greatest strength not thousands of men could undo. A crimson pearl of red blood and fire protects he who carries it from all that is dire. The third pearl glows off holiest white, imbibing her beholder with the wisest insight. But has Prince Inga ever confessed to you that he carried such pearls? Nine, ne'er, and no. One has to wonder why he keeps secrets so. So? So what? So go help him. Exactly. Why indeed? Hold tight. We're going ashore. According to the map, we've landed on the opposite side of the island. Oh, fear not, dear boy. I'm not afraid. We're just losing too much time. We'll head to those jagged black rocks along the forest tree line. Past the forest lies the Crystal Mountain. <coughs> but I haven't finished my breakfast. You can't possibly expect me to head out on such a treacherous expedition on an empty stomach. Make haste. You'll finish your breakfast on the way. Eat and walk. How vulgar. <laughs> as vulgar as talking with your mouth full. You've jokes for me, huh? I've got a saddle for thee. Well, hurry up and get on then, or else I'll leave you here alone for the monsters on the beach to make their breakfast on. All right. We're certainly on our way now. We'll find King Cut and your people in due course. Yes, but when we find them... Will we find them dead or alive? There is but one way to find out. Hmm, you'll see. That's why I keep such a wise goat around. You keep me around because you're too lazy to walk upon your own two legs. What? <laughs> Will you have me disobey the royal physician's prescription that I ride upon a goat? Or else my joints will quack under the weight of my rotund physique. And what's to become of my joints? Um, we'll take turns, don't we, exactly? Quiet. Did you hear that? Is it me, or are those rocks moving? Not just moving, but circling around us. On my word, run as fast as you can for the tree line. And what about you? I'll distract this monster, camouflaged as a rock. Alone? Without sword or shield? Look out, here comes the head of the beast. Razor fangs <gasps> dripping with what must be a poisonous venom. Go now! Look, there's someone at the tree line! Hooroo! Hooray! What ho, sir? Our companion is out there. He's being attacked by a most horrid serpentine beast with rocks for scales and venomous fangs! By the looks of things, your companion is the one doing the attacking. Well, so he is, although he is the Prince of Pingaree. What's he muttering to himself? Too bad he doesn't know the scales of the Chagamonger are poisonous as the fangs. Quickly, you must go and help him. What's the price of your friend's life? What? You ask that I risk my life for his, in the course of which I'll surely sustain injury. In the end, you'll have your friend, but I'll have blood loss or back pain, perhaps a poison-infected wound. Is asking for some compensation really that appalling? Gotta love a girl who knows her worth. Beautiful, a talking maka. You are a clever one. A talking maka. 
Makes quite a handsome payment, I'd say. Certainly not. I simply cannot part with Bill Bill. But I have a gold brick from a yellow road from the land surrounded by the deadly desert. Mean you the land with the Emerald City? Indeed I do mean. I'll take it. Make haste, make haste. You mustn't handle it by your bare hands. The scales are poisonous. As... as I found out... Now get out of here before you're hurt! Direct the head towards me. Are you suicidal? Surely its fangs will catch you. You can do as I say, or you can die. Are you a woman to save me? Fine, but for all your phenomenal strength, you'll either die from the venom or be deadlocked with this chuggamugger until one of you gives out. Judging by the size of him, it's not a gamble worth wagering. Believe me, I see your point. But what can we do? Quickly, grab hold of my rope. With my arrow firmly in his neck, I can just... Lasso it around his head. There, now we must pull it tight to strangle him. Keep pulling while I tie the rope around his tail. You, you've done it! <laughs> it's not my first Chogamonger capture. The real trick is cutting out the fangs without touching the venom. It eats through leather, hide, and every kind of fabric and fiber. Are your gloves made out of tin? Only tin from the tin trees resists Chogamonger venom. But it's so flexible. No one welds tree tin better than my father. There now. These fangs will fetch a hefty trade at the market. What a spectacular team you make. I've never seen a woman fight like that. And I've never seen a boy fight like that. I meant it as a compliment. I didn't. Ah, young love. My dear boy, your skin, the pus and rash are terribly unsightly. Moreover, it's deadly. You'll need medicine for the chogginmugger venom. I'll be fine. Dear boy, don't confuse gallantry for stupidity. Do you have this medicine, warrior woman? My name is Sella, and yes, in my cottage. Nickabob, my father, makes it well. Follow me. There's still in the hearth for you. I'll be in when I finish chopping the last of this tin. Aye, I'm using the last of the Chogginmonger venom antidote, but I'll get more poppy root tomorrow. Even though the Chogginmonger fangs fetch a higher barter price at the market, it's not worth your life. Not for me, Father. It's for Ainga. By Mahalir's staff. Who is Ainga? I am, sir, and these are my companions. King Rinky-Tink and... Liggity-Split, Whistle and Wink. King I am, King Rinky-Tink-Tink. Here we go again. A king without a kingdom, for I shall err roam. Cross desert and sea before I can go home. Searching for my long-lost missing link. Wanderer am I, King Rinky-Tink-Tink. On my honor, your highness, for what are you searching? Well, how should I know? But shouldn't you know what you've abandoned your entire kingdom in search of? Exactly. If I knew, I wouldn't need to search for it, now would I? But... It's no use, Zella. King Rinky-Tink has a peculiar brand of logic. (laughs) I see. Peculiar indeed. Oh, you can smile. When there's a reason. You'd better take that antidote post-haste. Thank you, sir, but I am fine. 
The pus and rash have quite curiously cleared away just in the time of our sojourn here. One might say magically healed, perhaps by a protection spell or talisman, or a pearl. And what was all that muttering you were doing, my dear boy? It doesn't matter now. I am fine. So now you're a doctor? Let Nickabob take a look. Your enchanted goat is right. What do you mean, goat? What do you mean, enchanted? I mean, no harm, and I, I'm i no expert on witchcraft, but I've seen enough spells and enchantments in my long life to get the whiff of one, and the one on this, um, um... Father, she's a maca. This maca is made of powerful stuff. I can do nothing about spells, and I'm no doctor nor veterinarian, but I have treated many a Chagamugger's poisoning. Come, sit here, Ainga. In the light. Astonishing. Without medicine or tonic, you're showing no symptoms of poison at all. Have you ever seen anything like it, Father? No, I haven't. You're a lucky boy, Ainga. Zella, pour stew for our guests. Father, Ainga is the Pingaree's prince. So King Ghost hasn't forgotten in these hundred years. Forgotten what? Oh, let me, let me. Please, don't. <clears throat> Regos men gallop the vast purple sea, raging red war upon the Isle of Pingaree. Their arrows flew high and thick, blotting out the sun. And the savages' spears were of such speed no man could outrun. The meek Pingarees did not war and they did not fight. Lo, when the battle smoke had cleared, the Regos cried and wailed. Fleeing back to red ships, their savage siege had failed. For nature holds a power deeper than man's fury and fist. Mere water cuts through the mighty rock with the only strength to persist. Beauteous Mahalair surged her purple sea and swallowed up the regal savages in graves watery. But were the fiercest warriors on the purple sea? If the Pingarees did not fight, how did they defeat us? You don't have to know how we did. Just know that we did. And we will do it again. I didn't mean it that way. Ease the fire in your belly, Ainga. The Pingarees' defeat of the Ragosians is one of the greatest mysteries of our land. A great mystery indeed. And if you want to know what I think about it... No! Not a single soul wants to know what you think about it. Oh, hush up. It's the magic of the three magical pearls. The blue one makes you stronger than strong. The red heals you faster than fast. And the white one makes you wiser than wise. <laughs> it's those magical pearls that saved the Pingarees a century ago, and I fear if they aren't found, there's no saving them now. But save them from what? Regos warriors attacked my island. They destroyed our kingdom, captured and enslaved my people in the crystal mines. You've come about as close as you can get to the mines, but I'm afraid you couldn't be any further away. According to my map, the Crystal Mountain is through the Wilderin Woods. The Wilderin Woods are impossible to pass through once the Sylvan Shift starts. It's best that you sail your boat around the island and reach the mountain from the other side. But there's no westerly wind for another three or four days. Who knows what will happen to my people in that time? Calm yourself. I doubt you'll find your people in the Crystal Mines anyhow. I know King Goes enslaves all the people from the lands he conquers. King Goes and my fellow countrymen are marauders and plunderers. I make no bones about that. But they are not slaveholders. The people that mine the crystals have lived in the Crystal Mountains for centuries. 
They never leave the mines, for their pale white, nearly translucent skin fries in the sun, and its light blinds their pale blue eyes. Then why are the mines guarded by Ragosian warriors? Well, to protect us. The mountain people are cannibals. No, that's not what we hear on all the other islands of the Purple Sea. If my people aren't in those caves, then where are they? It can't be. My father is not a liar. I can do it, father. I can lead them through the woods before the sylvan shift starts. Great. Great. Let's go, then. Okay, let's go. Ah, uh, young love. It's too dark now, Zella. Then tomorrow. No, the sylvan shift starts tomorrow. Fine. I'll find my own way through. Father, if we don't help him, he'll go anyway, and he'll be trapped in the sylvan shift. I won't have you trapped with him. I won't be trapped. I'll make my own way. Einga, rashness will not help your father now. What good would it do if you yourself were captured too? I can do it, Father. I can lead them through the woods before the shift starts. You make certain that if you don't pass through the center of the forest before the shift begins, you turn around and come back here. Yes, Father. Why not leave tonight before the shift thing happens? You need to rest. Gather your strength and wits. Sleep tonight and tomorrow save your father and your people. Sleep is not what the boy needs. The blue pearl of strength, red pearl of invincibility, and white pearl of wisdom do a far sight better than sleep. Oh, hush up. Are you a tart, pretty lady? Uh, Oh, Lady Bellissima, what an apt name for a lady as sumptuous as you. No, that... It's nothing. Stay here with me. Have another cream puff. I love to watch your pink, delicate lips. Delicious. Beautiful. Lousy, mangy, filthy cat. To wake me from my nocturnal reverie. Blast, you wretched beast. What? What's happened? Nothing. Just a howling cat. But I took care of her caterwauling. Made her target practice for a shoe, I did. I'm afraid the joke's on you, King Rinky-Tink. Now you have to walk about with only one shoe. Why ever would I walk about with only one shoe? The indignity. But you just threw your shoe out the barn window at the cat. I did no such thing. But you said... I've got both my shoes right here on my feet. A wizard once warned me that every step I take would be with cloven hoof or not at all. Well, I've never given that wicked wizard the chance to curse my feet and have slept with my shoes on my feet ever since. Don't tell me you threw my shoe out the window. Don't tell you or do tell you. The fact remains the same. No! I must have my shoe! My dear boy, it's only a shoe. I must have my shoe! Well, I'm sure it's right outside the barn. If not, no doubt Nickelbob has a spare pair for a young, smart prince to share. I need that shoe or else. A shoe of such import dire to cause a young prince to so perspire. What's gone and started his infuriating rhyming fits in the middle of the night? Einga has lost his precious shoe and for that turns a frightful blue. Surely Nickabob has shoes you could borrow. No, it must be my shoe. It, It has particular things about it. Particular things about a shoe? Yes, or there's no point to this rescue mission at all. I tell you, my dear Bill Bill, 
He's got those magic pearls still. His behavior is quite weird. Out the window, the pearl must have been steered. Accidentally, of course. Of course. I'm sure your fool hand is at the root of that boy's distress. I should have left him for the chuggin-mugger. But you know you wouldn't have. Zella! Where are you? Up here in the trees. I'm coming up. <laughs> don't tell me you don't know how to climb a tree. Okay. I won't tell you that. You look different. Your hair. Oh, go ahead. Make fun. It's a big curly mess, I know. Well, it's no good for Choggenmugger hunting, so I pull it back when I'm hunting. Too bad for the Choggenmugger. Did you build this treehouse? Yeah. It's nice up here. If you stand up, you can see over the treetops and out to the ocean. One day, my father and I are getting off the island, and I can watch the whole world. So, you'd consider living somewhere else? I'm determined to. That's great! I'm glad you approve. Uh, no, I, I, I meant I, I might see you after all of this. You were great fighting the Chogginmugger. Thanks. You weren't so bad yourself. No, uh, you have great skill with your bow and arrow. I was never good at things like that. Well, that's odd. I know, but, uh, uh, I, well, I have these, uh, How can that tiny chipmunk tackle a big cat ten times its size? What? Look down there, and it looks like the chipmunk is tangled in the laces of a shoe. Yes, the shoe is dragging behind him, attached to the chipmunk. My shoe! Get away, cat! No, don't be afraid, little guy. I just want my shoe back. There you go. Got it! That was a funny battle. Boy versus chipmunk. I'm no more a boy than you are a girl. I didn't mean to offend you. Well, this boy is going to save his father and his people. Good morrow, King Rinky-Tink. The smells of savory eggs awaken. With a side of bacon. It's nice to see a king wake with such merriment and with a clever rhyme to boot. Don't encourage him. Good morrow, Nickabob. Father, I've sorted and shined the tin for the market. Oh. Hi, Anga. Hi, Zella. Oh, so... How far are the crystal mines? Not far, just past the tin trees. Tin trees? The only place on the Purple Sea where tin trees grow is right here in the Wildern Woods. The tin trees grow a very flexible, pliable tin. It stretches like skin and muscles. Perhaps you could make a whole man out of it. He could chop down the tin trees for you. <laughs> what? A tin woodsman? Well, that's not at all practical. He'd simply rust all the time. No, no. A fellow across the Deathly Desert, Kuklip, is one of my biggest buyers. Once we sell enough tin and Choggenmugger venom to purchase passage on a boat, we're getting off this island. Father's taking tin tree seeds, and he'll find a quieter, simpler place to live, and I'll see the world. Maybe you'll see Pingree. I'd really like that. I'd really like you to like it. <clears throat> For Mahiller's sake. Well, uh, well, 
head past the tin trees to the crystal mountain. Past shining trees glowing only of tin, to the mountain of icy gems buried within. Beware the glass mineral whose memories steal, making men and their truths ever conceal. Deep within the mines does churn the great machine raging crystal fires burn. King Rinkitink, are you all right? You're rhyming. He goes through these rhyming fits and trances every now and then. What do you suppose that means? A lot of silly nonsense is what it is. Not likely so, with talk of magic pearls and a prince saving his people. It's a prophecy if ever I heard it. Keep your wits about you, Prince Ingo, when the fates are at work. I will, sir. We should be off now. Well, will you hold still, you roly-poly old king? <laughs> ah, you're not as flexible as you once were. Just stop fidgeting. There now, let's go. Why is the goat riding on top of the stubby old king? They take turns. He rode her down here yesterday. It's her turn to ride today. But... <laughs> I know. Um, there's certainly some enchantment on those two. Best to move quickly through the center of the forest before the sylvan shift starts. Yes, father. Take your tin gloves and shield, Zella. Yes, father. And your bow and arrow. Yes, father. Thank you, Nickabob, for all your hospitality. Just keep your wits about you. Be safe, Zella. Yes, father, I will. I think something's watching us. Something is. Just keep moving forward. Keep your head forward, don't turn to the left or the right, and don't stop moving. If you do, you're a goner. What are they? Winged monkeys. They didn't always live in the wilderness woods. When they first came, they howled and cried for days, rejoicing the death of the one-eyed woman. You can huff and puff all you like, but it's my turn. Who is the one-eyed woman? We've never found out. The winged monkeys are terribly secretive and vain. The monkey king struts around in a gold cap with rubies all over it. I can't take another step. You've hardly taken any steps at all. It's time to switch turns. Somehow I always end up on my own four hooves, even when it's my turn. I'm stopping here. No, don't. I'm a king and I'll stop when I want to. They've got King Rinky Tink! <laughs> Who has attacked King Rinkitink? Will he survive to rhyme again? Come back next time to hear part two. Classic Stories presented The King and His Goat Part One, based on a story by the modern American fairy tale writer L. Frank Baum, written for radio by Simone Barros. In the cast was Innocencio Valderrama as Prince Anga, Jim Galan as King Rinkatink, Kelly Viston as Bilbil the Goat, Michaela Weath as Zella, and Roy Nessel as Nicobob. I'm your announcer, Ann Bodel Nash, sound design and dialogue editing, Jay Charles, recording engineer, Misa Fukuda, recording technician, B. Contala, production assistant, Tori Cuisenberry, directed by Roberto Wiley, Produced by Joseph C. McGuire. Recorded at KSVR Studios in Mount Vernon, Washington. This was a radio theater project presentation.
This program is supported with a grant from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.